What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry with just one interview at Express. You have a connection to endless jobs, whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job. Choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit expresspros.com today to find a location near you. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. The weather is heating up, which means summer is almost here. Macy's is my go-to place for summer fashion, and I'm getting so excited just looking at Macy's.com for new bathing suits, beach towels, even floaties for the kids. They have all the poolside essentials. Macy's has everything you need for any summer occasion, your summer trip, wedding, or graduation. Macy's has you covered. You can shop all your favorite brands like DKNY, Michael Kors on 34th, shop at Macy's.com or in store. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Wind Down with Jana Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast. I am pumped about today's episode. Mark Easton, are you guys excited? Beyond. Beyond, Beyond pumped. Uh, Mark, you have not been here for a minute. What's going on with you? No, I have not. You kind of left me hanging there for a little bit. Uh, you know, I have so many different things, and I want to be here every time. And some weeks it just doesn't work out. But I'm here now. We should focus on that. Oh, right. Focus on the positive, right? That's it's all right. About, it's all about the positive. Um, well, you know who is here and who hasn't left my side is my best friend, Catherine. Hey, guys. Hi, Catherine. How are you? So I don't know if you listened to last week's episode. Did you listen to it? No. You didn't? I kind of mentioned you. I'm worried. <laughs> no. That's why I haven't listened yet. No, I, I mentioned you because I told the story about the night after I filed for divorce and I had to take the kids to school and you were in the kitchen and I came out and I was having like a full-blown panic attack and I was just like, I can't take the kids to school. And you were like, and I, I was waiting for you to say, I'll take them. I know. <laughs> I know you were. And you didn't say it. And I'm like, why isn't she saying she'll take the kids? Like, can't you see I'm having a panic attack on the floor and I'm sweating and I'm crying? And I'm like, and you were like, you didn't even give me a day. You tough loved me so fast. <laughs> well, first off, I didn't realize I was spending the night, so I had no contacts in. Okay. Let's just start there. So I knew I physically was not driving your kids to school. Right. Um, but I did say, hey. We're going to have this panic attack right now, <laughs> and then we're going to get better, and we're going to take your kids to school, and it's going to be fine, and then you can come home, and then you can cry. 
for the next four hours. I did say that. Yeah. I, I mean, know he, I tough loved you. I'm sorry. No, no, no. But I think it was you tough love me, but I think I needed it because in that moment, that day was the determining factor of if I was going to let anxiety rule my life or not, because I was just like, I've never done anything by myself. You know, it was always like Mike and I, and it was like, we did this together and we did that together. And the thought of doing something by myself gave me so much anxiety that I was like, I don't even know if I can physically drive my kids, which I know I'm capable of, but when I'm in that state, I don't feel like I'm capable of doing anything. And I was like, I don't even know if I can drive them 10 minutes, which is actually like eight minutes (laughs) through school. But that's how like messed up I was. But it was because I felt like I came off, I was coming off of a drug. 1000%. And I had that like such terrible anxiety that I was just, and it was like, and if you would have in a sense enabled me that day, because in my mind, I'm like, God (laughs) Catherine, like, can't you see, like, I'm like having a massive panic attack and I need you as my best friend to take my kids to school. But it's like, give me a freaking week to like, you know, cry about this. Well, I think I know you well enough to know that you needed for me not to enable you right then. I mean, first of all, I come from a, you know, a drug addict mother, you know, I come from a past of addicts and I've recognized that in you. Um, And I know that me enabling you in that moment, it would have been easy. Yes. I mean, could I physically have driven them? I mean, I would have been squinting, but I could have driven them. (laughs) It would have been ugly, but I knew that I had to give you no choice. I couldn't come over every day and take your kids to school. You know, I I can't do it. I have my own three kids. I can't physically do that for you. Um, we can hire somebody to do it for you, but you're not going to feel good about yourself. You know? So it's, I knew you as a mother, you had to, you know, I, I gave you a few minutes. You got a few minutes of your attack or, you know, panic attack, I guess. But um, but you did it and you came home and you asked me to stay. And I'll never forget. I was like, all right, I'll stay as long as she needs. You got back and you're like, all right, you can go. And I was like, you know, sometimes you just need and, and I hate it because it comes off kind of I'm not the most, you know, I'm not the most loving, touching, nourishing person or not nourishing. I guess that's the wrong word, but. And I know it can come off bad sometimes, but I think sometimes, especially the way that you can be, I think that you need it. Mm-hmm. And well, I know you need the other stuff too, but. Yeah. I mean, you know me more than any of my, my friends and you know, like in that moment, what I truly needed was that tough love. And I think because of that, and I almost, and and I, I say this to like, thank you too, because if you would have done that, like I would have just stayed in that anxious state but it was like I had to pull up my big girl pants on because and that's what you said you're like you're a mom you got this you've got two kids you need to do this and and you know yeah did I ball my entire way home like for sure but you know I had to also be like okay this is it was just crazy but it also brought me to that place of the night that Mike got served um it's, it was literally like a drug. I was like, I need you. He can't come in this room because a second, if he comes in this room, I'm going to probably ask for him back or I'm going to beg for this or I'm going to like, or I'm going to need like, I, cause I need him. Like I, it was like literally like, a, like I need him. And you were, li- you were like my, uh, my person in the living room being like, yeah, I'll let you explain it. It's kind of the bodyguard. Yeah. It's kind of terrifying. Um, no, that's that's exactly right. You you and those 
in that moment had to have someone to protect you from yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's not always easy to be that person, but I can recognize that in you. And I think, you know, I mean, I literally sat in the living room while he went up and down the stairs, putting the kids to bed, doing whatever he was. And I just sat there. I sat there on my phone until he asked to come into your room. And I said, no, I said, please do not go in there. You've done enough. Let her be just let her be. And the, and the addict in me was like, I wanted him so badly to come in that room and and hold me and like love me and tell me he's sorry and like and give me that hit because I, that's what I like. I needed it so bad. It's interesting, though, but you recognize it. You recognize now I do. It, but you did on the front end because I was in the room with you and you said, no, I need you to go out there and make sure he does not come in here. So you recognize it. Because I've done it a million times. Yeah. Yeah, It's like, that's the thing. It's like, how good is when someone's addicted to drugs? Like, it's, I wanted that hit, but I also know what that hit does to me. So it's, I'm like, you know, it's like that scene in uh, Walk the Line where they're like, get out. (laughs) Like, you know, the, the comes to get Johnny some more drugs. It's like, you were that person for me. And because I know that I couldn't, I would want to like take that hit. I think that you fully gave me permission this time to to do those things, you know, yeah, the, the last few. I yeah. And I think this time it was like, all right, this is the plan. This is what I need you to do. And I had the permission to do it. And I wasn't going to back down where there have been times where I haven't fully had that permission from you and you weren't ready. And I'm a, I'm a firm believer in timing. And I think that, you know, the timing of this was just different and it was the right time. And I think we, we all obviously know that. Um, but you gave me that permission this time, whether you, really wanted him to come in the room or you really wanted him to leave or whatever it was, you knew what you really deep down needed and you gave me permission to be that person. So I think that's why it kind of, it worked this time as easy as it wasn't, I know, but. You know, I'd love to get some kind of specialist that deals with addiction because I think being an addict in love is like, that is so, that drug, I mean, that hit, having that, and in that, um, codependency of the trauma bond like all of it is so it can mess you up so bad mm-hmm. even just in like if you're just dating someone too have you ever like had that before I mean I'm not a very codependent person so yeah. it's hard um I'm a I'm almost too independent so that's my fault as I you know I'm definitely too independent um but you're definitely a codependent person mm-hmm. which I mean in general and I mean it doesn't matter in a relationship in a friendship and anything you're a very codependent person mm-hmm. um and that's okay I just think you have to figure out now what that looks like and how you enjoy your time alone and how you get to you know really focus on yourself and I think that that's kind of the next step that will be hard for you Mark what do you what are you thinking when you anything coming up for you cuz I know that I mean, a lot. I'm just trying to think of what I can ask that's acceptable and what's not and what's been... First of all, the overwhelming thing I'm thinking is what a great friend to have. I mean, my gosh, everybody should be so lucky to have a Catherine in their life. I mean, that's amazing that she was there for you, knew exactly what you needed in that moment. That's Mm -hmm. selfless. So I'm very impressed with that, Catherine. But also, I'm just taken back to that night. So was Mike served at your house? Yeah. So it was, and that even like dealing with that, I mean, it felt like a movie. Did it not? When we were sitting in the lawyer's office trying to figure out like what, 
yeah, how to do crazy. it. And because it's like, I, I couldn't, because I mean, honestly, what I wanted was just to be like, here are the, you know, here are the papers. Cause like he knew I was, I think he knew I was falling. I mean, but. So, but he was out. He was out of the house. Yeah. For how long? Uh, a week. Okay. Less than a week. Yeah. And so, um, it was one of those things where it couldn't, it couldn't be me by law. You can't serve. Um, I couldn't serve him papers. Um, and so then they're like, well, Catherine can, but again, that's, you know, she's, she's going to have to be around him. Like there's just that energy too. I don't think she really wanted to take that on. Right. No, no, I wasn't excited about that. I would have done it, but I wasn't too excited about that. option. Yeah. That puts her in a really terrible position. Yeah. So it's just like trying to figure that out was tough. And I think, you know, and, and, and meanwhile, I'm just like sitting in the lawyer's office like this is like it just felt like a dream. Like, how is this even like a reality? But um, we. He he wanted to put the kids down. So the only way that it could happen is it has to be outside of a house, too. So it like leaving somewhere. That's another rule. It can't be in your home. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm not so sure about that. I think we didn't want him in the house. OK. Because I, I know she kind had told a, a story. I know she had told a story about someone like throwing it in the house, remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I think you can. I don't know, honestly. But we wanted him out of the house. We wanted the kids down, asleep, make sure that that's all set, and then get him out of the house and then give it to him. And Why are you involved in this? Why isn't an independent person just going to his place and serving him like it is in the We movies? didn't know where he was staying. Oh, wow. There was an independent person coming to, we finally, it was the end of the day, but we wanted it done that day. Um, so they were having a hard time finding someone to serve, but then they finally found someone. So they were outside. So it was an independent party that ended up serving him. Yeah. And that was, and, and I knew what was happening. So meanwhile, I'm in the room, I know what's about to happen and I'm wailing, like bawling, mm -hmm. crying because all I wanted to do, honestly, in that moment was to run out and say, never mind, never mind, never mind. Guy, go away. Like, Mike, come here. I mean, I, I literally, that's what I wanted to do because that was the, the addict in me being like, the second he gets those papers, it's done. And I can't go back to that person anymore. Like, I can't, mm -hmm. like, because that's for me, it's like, whenever I filed, that was my, I was done. I can't go back from that. I can't, how, how can you, you know, like for me, that was just something that was, I was very, um, careful and never actually filing. So when, so me knowing like he's with the kids upstairs, I'm in the room, like the anxiety and then be like, like, no, but I'm like, also knowing if I walk out of that room saying, never mind, she's going to probably tackle my ass. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it would not have been pretty. <laughs> I know. So you know, that's, that's why. And he, he heard me crying, not because, and I was trying not to cry, but like, how could you not? Like, I know it's about to happen and it was killing me. So he puts the kids down. He hears you crying. He wants to come talk to you. Catherine blocks him, says, absolutely not, because she knows the situation. She knows that Jen is in a vulnerable place mm -hmm. and you talk him into leaving. Yeah. <laughs> He basically was like, I'm, he was, he was nice. And he was like, I'm going to, I'm going to go check on her. And I was like, please don't, you've done enough. Like, it's just, you know, it's time. He asked me again and I begged him and I basically just said, please do not go in there. And he said, I trust you. And he left. And that's when he found the server. And that's when he got yeah. served at his truck. Yeah. Makes me want to vomit oh. just thinking about that. Yes. Wow. <sighs> and of course there's been no communication since because now there can't be, right? 
Um, just the, we just talk about the kids. I mean, I have texted him and I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I've texted him a bunch and been like, how, you know, why? And like, this isn't what I wanted and it's not fair, but, um, I officially signed the paperwork last week. And that was, that was like the hardest of all the days. Just like seeing like the signatures and like it not being what I want and like what I wanted for my family. That was, that was a, like, that was a very hard day. Um, and I called him after I signed the papers and I told him it was signed and, you know, I expressed to him like everything that I was like, I know I wasn't a perfect wife, but I would have fought till I would have fought forever for this family and for you and for like, you know, and, and I just said, and from here on out, I've, I, you know, I'm going to stop with the why in the house because now I have to move on. But yeah. Anyways. Can we take a I break? I have to say, I'm, I'm really ha- I just want to say real quick that the fact that Devon Franklin's on the day is perfect because he is going to make you feel like you can conquer the world. Okay. I love that guy. <laughs> Good, because I need a little help with that. <laughs> All right, guys, let's take a break and then um, we've got some two awesome guests coming on. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. You wake up with a sore throat and a low grade fever. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are, well, get sicker and miss work. Hope to see a doctor this week or sit hours in a crowded urgent care waiting room. Nope, not me. I have a smarter option because listen, as a mom, we cannot afford to get sick. So therefore moms, I got something for you my medical emergency kit. When you get your own medical emergency kit, you just match your symptoms to the doctor recommended prescription in your kit. 
No waiting to see the doctor. You get well faster. This is not a first aid kit. It's like having an urgent care in your home. It includes doctor prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues like COVID, strep throat, pneumonia, all kinds of infections, including UTIs and many more. Plus a doctor's guide. So you'll know exactly which med to take and how. As a working mom of three, like I said, I cannot afford to get sick and I definitely don't have hours to spend in the urgent care waiting room. My medical emergency kit brings me peace of mind. It makes me feel so much better knowing I can be prepared for whatever might come up. And also with a young little baby, I got to stay healthy. I recently used the anti-nausea medication included in the kit. I was shocked by how much better I felt after taking it. The instructions in the kit are super clear and easy to understand. And I'm so glad I have my medical emergency kit on hand. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door. Get 15% off at twc.health slash Jana and use promo code Jana. That's promo code Jana at twc.health slash Jana. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow, I'm never going back to Kova's, you guys. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots. Okay, uh, very excited because we have Tara Taylor coming on. Um, for more information on Tara, you can actually go to tarataylor.ca and she's an in- internationally renowned intuitive counselor. First, can we just talk about, because even Catherine, when you were reading the breakdown, were like intuitive counselor. So how do you, how do you even do that? Like, how do you start with that? Sure. So the definition, you know, intuitive counselor means above the board like so anything that has to trust with your intuition we call it spidey sense we call it uh you know your your gut feeling it's really kind of who we are we're we're all intuitive beings some of us just experience it in different ways so for example jenna you're a feeler hands down so another word would be empath right um so that's kind of how we all work for me when i was a little girl i just kind of knew things without knowing how i knew them or i would see them or i would experience or hear things you know like any good parent I got tested for bipolar, split personality when I was little, because I would say, well, Papa would come and talk to me. And they'd be like, oh, she's dreaming, (laughs) right? (laughs) And over time, you know, and then over time, they thought, okay, maybe she's onto something, because I, how would I know certain things that were coming out of my mouth? Now, this is around the age of seven. So these are just kind of, my parents tell me more stories, and I really remember kind of what's going on, because you don't know what's different until you're told it's different. I didn't think it was different, right? So, but I've dedicated my whole life. So after all that happened, and this was in the early 80s, I'm Canadian ace, you're going to hear my accent come out (laughs) a couple of ways. Uh, um, So what happens is, 
And they came back and they said, well, she's got this ESP thing, like have a nice life. And that was, that was it. You know, so there wasn't anything at that time that really understood how I understood like what I was experiencing, why I was experiencing it, you know, what this intuition thing was, uh, ESP, you know, extrasensory perception, like all of this. And back then there just wasn't the same sort of information. At least there wasn't for me uh, as a young person and nor for my parents. So I dedicate my life now, uh, 20 plus years of uh, helping people with highly intuitive children or just people with intuition in general. So people come and see me for sessions because I don't like to define it as a psychic, a medium, all those like all of the above, because that's kind of what I do. I don't know anything different, but I'm very, very professional at what I do, because to me, it's about how do I spread love? Like, how do I help people understand that so they can you know, have the same connection with God the way I do? We all have the same connection. Mm -hmm. It's just learning how to work with it we all kind of have this like light switch that turns off well mine just didn't so people call me either extra sensitive or i'm highly intuitive to me i'm just tara at the end of the day i thought everybody was like this like i said but i help people kind of get back in touch with that and to trust that inner voice yeah i mean that inner voice is something too especially because mm -hmm. we all have that gut feeling that gut intuition but it's how do you like if, if you're going to tell me things right now, like how would I actually receive that and listen to it? Like, how do you tell people that you work with to be like, listen to your gut, listen to your, you know, intuition. So for me, it's more of like, we all have a spiritual entourage, divine team, whatever you want to call it. So when we come into this life, we have these, loved ones or beings or whatever you want to call it, God, same divine, Allah, all the same, that guide us through making sure that we're going to fulfill a certain purpose in this life. We're all born with a purpose and then we go home and we come back and we do it again and again and again. And that's kind of kind of what people talk about soul's, soul's progression or uh, life purpose, journey. So in my experience, when I go into kind of helping somebody understand their intuition, it's more of I'll receive this. I'll know something about you that how would I know? And so that's validation saying, I knew that I needed to do that. Or I knew my intuition was saying that. So I'm just kind of really crystal clear when things come at me, I don't question them. I just let it happen. We all have a beautiful ego. Don't get me wrong. The ego totally needs a new publicist and it's misunderstood. Okay. <laughs> it's totally misunderstood. The ego is only designed to challenge the infinite self when we're on the right path. Does that make sense? Can you say that one more time? Yeah. The ego was designed to only challenge the infinite self when we're on the right path. Mm. So how do we learn how to love if we don't experience hate? How do we learn to forgive if we don't have something to not forgive? You have like unforgiveness, all of these things. There's all of these areas that we go into. Like, What is the opposite of that experience? How do I truly know I'm divine love if I don't experience the opposite of that? To so remember who I am and what I'm doing here. Mm -hmm. Right. And this kind of goes into Jenna. I mean, things that have been going on with you and just intuitively your knowingness way back in the day. And so, you know, we talk and I, I see lots of people kind of coming and going and my body just doesn't hold on to those sort of things. I always remember a beautiful energy. I just don't remember what we talk about because I focus on the task at hand or what's happening in that moment. I just let myself uh, be in the moment and let come out what's supposed to come out again. I don't question what comes out. Mm -hmm. Um I think kind of the journey that you're on right now is going into another phase. Like you've awoken, you've awoken to this new, um, 
knowingness or intuitiveness that's been hitting you for quite some time, but there was a fear of really jumping into that because there were certain things that stemmed from your childhood, the way that you would view relationships. And it started with your parents, honey. It started with your dad and trying to find home and trying to find home with um, certain men in your life. And there's been certain things that have been repetitive in your life that it's kind of like your need to be a family or base a family or having this family, let's say agenda has now come up because you realize that you're already born complete no one completes you. Okay. Like your primary relationship is with God as, as, as like clear as I could get with that. We look we, from the time we're born, we're kind of taught this fairy tale that someone else completes us, mm-hmm. that something outside of us completes us. Everything is within. There's a teaching that goes like this. Like Jesus would say things like, and to his disciples, you know, do not build temples. God lives here. And he would point at his chest or you could look at, you know, uh, sayings by Buddha. Buddha would say things like in the text, everything outside of ourselves is ignorance. Everything is within. So every said religion tradition talks about the sense of we are all connected to the same place. We are all kind of put into this spidey sense of knowing our truth. So, and we all have this kind of pattern or something that we're here to learn. And, and Jenna, you're kind of stepping into this knowingness that was always there. There's just part of you that didn't want to trust it because there was a part of you that may have wanted something, but it was in love with the idea of somebody, not really who they were. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. So intuitively, you know, I could rhyme off a bunch of things, say like, I know that you're meant to go into a different direction. Like, I know you're meant to have children. I know that you're going to get that person that comes to the same values as you do and, and all that sort of stuff. I know that all of those things are going to work out for you because you're stepping into your greatness. Now you're listening to your soul. There was a time before where you weren't listening. You were looking outside of yourself for those answers and looking for something or someone to complete that part of yourself that felt that need to, um, feel this completeness, but that completeness was always there. And you're finally seeing that light within yourself to step into that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is what, you know, I kind of want to share with you is that intuitively what you're being called to task to right now is to find forgiveness for things that you may not understand mm-hmm. is to look at somebody and say, I can have love for you, but I don't need to love your behavior because something would have brought you together with all, let's say all of our past relationships and all these, like you would have love for that person. They may hurt you. They may do things to spite you. They may uh, disrespect you, but there was a time where you were in love. You shared dinners together. You had these experiences, you have children, whatever that is. There was a time. So somebody does something that doesn't stand up to the same value that you have. The idea is to have compassion for it, but it doesn't mean you have to condone the behavior, nor does it mean that you need to stay in something that doesn't vibrate at the same alignment that you're at. Mm-hmm. You either grow together or you grow apart. There's no in between. So sometimes we just have to say, ta-ta for now. We'll continue on this journey, just not the way we were doing it before. Mm-hmm. And that's really kind of where you're at. It's learning that you were complete, you're whole. And now it's allowing to see that you can have somebody in your life, but not looking for something to complete you in it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense, hon? Mm-hmm. I love you that. Know? Yeah. And, and God is going to bring you into that. You know, this is, this is kind of the awakening that has been bestowed on you beautifully is coming into your own, shining your light. You have all these amazing things coming up for you. Um, I could just, it's kind of like I use this example. Like I, I see, it's almost like I watch people's movies and things come up at me and I can visually see how things are going to pan out. Like, I feel like there's something important. Um, God love you, honey. I haven't listened to your music, but you must be a singer because I just keep seeing all this music stuff that's coming up that you're supposed to be going into. Like some of us have to shed our skins to go to the next level or think of like a snake shedding 
getting its skin. And there was just certain things that were holding you back. And sometimes it is a relationship. Sometimes it's a friendship. Sometimes it's our own personal things that we do are self-sabotaging. So this was something that was distracting you from not allowing you to fulfill your destiny here. So that had to be let go to jump into the next thing. So everything is a series of beginnings and endings, beginnings and endings in our whole life. Mm-hmm. And that's the journey that you're starting to see. And when you pull back, which I know intuitively you've been doing to really see like, what's the issue here? What has actually gone on? You know, I have accomplished what I wanted to do out of this relationship. I still have love for at that certain person, but I no longer want to continue down this path because it doesn't make me feel connected in the way that I want to feel. I felt more alone in this than I felt connected. So that tells you something. And that means when we feel alone, it means we're not connected to our God center. So we're never really truly alone. We have angels, God, all this beautiful energy around us all the time. The sense of loneliness really just means that you're not in touch inside. You're not in tuning to your own soul's growth and your soul's voice. That's all that that is. So no one can really hurt you if you allow it to. But when you realize you're already complete and you're already in that place, You'll just guide through that and you'll look at that person with compassion and love and just say, I just don't choose to love that behavior and I choose to move on this path. If you want to meet me with my values, great. If you don't, I have to let it go. Mm-hmm. That sometimes is a way of truly loving somebody when we let go of conditions and how we want someone to be versus what they really are. Mm-hmm. That makes sense? Yeah. So, you know, it, forgiveness isn't something that happens overnight and you can forgive something within yourself or someone within yourself. Um, but you've been on this journey for so long that I'm sure this has been a breath of fresh air kind of coming into the decision that you needed to do. And anybody can look afar and say, you know, this person should do that or could have done that. It doesn't matter. Everybody has their own journey and they need to learn on their own and their epiphanies will come. And all we need to do is just hold the space for everybody. So they learn on their own path, mm-hmm. you know, to judge really comes from a place of being judgmental to really love is to really be present and to support whatever journey that person is on, mm-hmm. no matter if we like it or not, right? Does, do you get what I'm saying? That's like um, you, Catherine. I don't think you've ever liked my... <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been a hard one to learn and to sit back and watch. But I, you know, I just said earlier, mm-hmm. Tara, that I very much believe in timing. And I think that yep. the, the timing for this, for her, it had to be this time. It couldn't yep. have been two times before when I thought that she should have been done. You know, I mean, it wasn't, it, it wasn't her path and it wasn't her timing. And I, I think that's, that's right. yeah, it lines up really well. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. And that's well, Janet. That's what she said like a couple of years ago, I guess when we had spoke and we've come you know, full circle, which a lot of people come back to see me, which is great. <laughs> so I'm happy because I want to spread love that way, you know, and, and teach people to empower themselves and uh, trusting their intuition. But that was it. It's like, no matter what message was delivered at that time, it served a purpose to sit there. And when you were ready to listen and receive it, it was available to you. Mm. Nothing's lost in the eyes of God, honey. It's just the journey we have to walk. Like, how do we know what we want when we don't experience what we don't want, <laughs> right? So everything is a blessing, no matter what it is. You know, uh, especially this experience now that you've just been through energetically has taught you that you know, there's this place where you can look at somebody and thank them for reminding you to love yourself. Mm. Like, what if this whole experience was exactly the way it was? So it reminded you to step into your power. So instead of saying, I dislike you, I hate you, I just despise you, they would say, thank you for reminding me of who I am, the love that I hold, and my gone center that I'm supposed to do here in this life. I love that. Wasn't that the blessing? Yeah, I I love that because I have had so much like hate and like anger for like ruining the family and stuff. Right. And what I wanted and because like you said, like 
you know, I grew up in a divorce family. So I always said, mm-hmm. like, when I have kids, I will I will not let that happen. And so that's yeah. been the biggest disappointment for me that I feel like I failed no. them. And but but to yeah. to your point, like what you just said, like one day I hope to be like, thank you, like because I'll have found my worth, even though it was, you know, that was that person was trying to take it, you know, but it really mm-hmm. wasn't like that. They, they had their own issues with their own self-worth too. So it's not correct. So I just, I would love to be able to have that one day to just be like thankful for it. And you will, cause we'll come full circle again, <laughs> some point in our lives. And we'll have this conversation. You're like, remember when you told me I'll be able to look at him with love and forgiveness. I'm like, I'm there. It doesn't bother. <laughs> I said, I told you, honey, you will get there right now. You have to grieve a loss is a loss is a loss. It's all the same, a death, a relationship. So you just have to grieve all those moments. It's okay to be angry. You know, when we're little girls, we're told, you know, be a good girl, be smile. Girls don't are allowed to get angry. You know, there's all these kind of fixed beliefs that are bestowed upon us, but it's okay to be angry. So say like, I don't like your behavior. I've got love for that, but I don't like that. And I need space right now. And I need my boundaries because I need to heal through this. Mm-hmm. That's more powerful. And that's being honest about how your emotions are. You're saying like, I can still, you know, like things about you, but I don't have to like this, that, and everything else about you. So it's, it's really about you set the boundaries. Like no one can take anything from you. No one can really hurt you unless you allow them to. Right. So that's really where it goes is that you are really in that place. So anytime that you feel that you're being lonely or or separated out, or that anger starts to sit, be with it and be like, I'm going to express this anger. I'm going to grab my junk journal. I'm going to start writing. And it can be the most colorful words you want to use. No one's ever going to read it. No one's going to look at it. It's nobody's business. Okay. You can call them all the names under the sun or whoever that is you want to direct that energy to then rip it up and throw it out. Just because you're feeling anger doesn't mean it's your truth. and doesn't mean who you really are. It's just, a, it's an emotion. We're emotional beings. I'm sure you've heard this whole saying that goes, you know, we're, we're these spiritual beings having emotional moments on earth. Like that's really what we are. And we're, we're fully present in our ego and all of that there it's like we are meant to experience this fully and wholly honey and it's going to hurt sometimes and it's going to be uncomfortable there's this little kind of secret that no one really talks about and i I love really kind of bringing it up is that our soulmate relationships are the ones that are going to challenge us the most to grow they're not easy. It's not unicorns and rainbows and fun times. No, they make us grow. So that's really what it is. And that's kind of when I go back to thanking that person saying, thank you for reminding me of my light. Thank you for reminding me of my God center. And thank you for allowing me to grow. And now I've outgrown this and I bless your path just as I'm asking you to bless mine. Mm. You know, that's really what is the dynamic here. So, you know, anybody can chime in on comment and say, well, you should have done this, should have done that. You know, them themselves are coming into this have not been through that because they would not judge it if they did. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, so it really comes, everybody's going to have an opinion, but anybody that has gone through the darkness to see the light will just hold the space, honey. That's what they do. They hold the space or a soft place for you to fall, let all the emotions out and help you work through that emotion. So you come out of the other side, the version, what you were born to be, which is light and love and to inspire and, and just be, that's all you need to do. Just be. <sighs> I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Do we, do we see a happy ending at the end of all of this or? (laughs) 100 and a bazillion percent, 100 bazillion percent. But I really would love you to reflect on and intuitively, like I said, you have guides, you have loved ones that are here. Like that's, that's great. That's all there, but that's not really with a focus. What, why you and I are crossing paths again. Mm -hmm. The focus is to remind you that full circle. Here we are again, right? Is that there, you are receiving these messages and to trust it more and more and more and not to delay them is that you are connected to the same place I am. Everyone is and it's, it's trusting that 
and that it may not be in alignment with what you think you want at the time. But that saying does go. Sometimes God doesn't give us what we want, gives us what we need. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that you needed to kind of go through all of this and that you are going to be coming to that vibrational alignment with someone who has those same values that wants those same things. And let me just put it this way. You know, you live a very public life. I mean, it's obvious. It's kind of like I emailed you. I'm like, are you sure you want to have this conversation? <laughs> you know, like, I always give all my clients because, you know, I've got a lot. I've got a lot of public, very high profile people that I talk with on a regular basis, you know, and I help them through these sort of things. So, but the thing is, for me, not everybody likes it public and some do. And it's just more of a personality thing. So I'm always double check. I'm like, are you sure this is what you want? You know, just want to double check because things may come out that you may not be comfortable with. So it's all good. And I think the rawness and being authentic in this is the most important part because you are helping and healing people through this. You know, other people are listening right now going, yes, this resonates. Yes, I understand that. Oh, this is what I've wanted to achieve. This is what I wanted to forgive. This is how I need to remind myself when I'm kind of up against the wall and something like what would love do in this situation? People say, what would Jesus do? What would the, what would love do? Love would find compassion, love would find all these sort of things. So you come into this beautiful alignment with who you are and where you vibrate. So that person gets there. And I think you hit it on the head when you said about your ex you know, he was dealing with his worthiness issues. A person that truly, truly loves themselves and is in a place of peace doesn't go and do things that would hurt the person that they're with. I don't believe that this was intentional at all. I believe this person is going through their own suffering. So this is where we hold that space for that person and say, I don't like that, but I can understand and you need to get help. And this is how you need to get help, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You know, I think we're so quick to point fingers at other people saying, you wronged me, I wronged you, you're bad, I'm good. Like we do this instead of really looking at the bigger picture to say, where do I need to be kind in this? Where do I need to find love in this? Where do I need to set my boundaries? But where do I need to hold that space for them? And sometimes holding that space is literally like cutting off the lifeline and just saying, here's here's some help. This is what you need to go do. Mm-hmm. But that's like, you're going to move on from that. But here's my little intuitive hit. Like this isn't done here. You know, you still have a journey with this person that isn't fully completed yet. You may be signing on the divorce papers, honey, but it's, it's not done. So there's still some growth here that's going to happen. And I think it's important that you do spend time internalizing and working with your God center and your love center and all those things and, and rebuilding that relationship with yourself. So you feel that strength to work through these next steps. But you will align as you go through that with a person that is connected to what you want, because the two of you didn't have the same wants in life. And that's what ended up happening is that you both went on different paths. At one point you did. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, that again, it's a soulmate relationship, but then it, it came to an end. And so it started due to the fork in the road and split. And then we fight and then we hire and then we can't trust and we dislike. And it just starts to get worse and worse and worse before it gets better. But I'm sure you felt that overwhelming sense of relief when it finally was done. Like you no longer felt like you had to walk in eggshells or you were fearful of something happening. Mm-hmm. It was like, a, it was almost like a bittersweet moment, right? Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like something sets you free. Yep. Tara, I, I, I so appreciate you. And where can our listeners, um, where can they find you? Where can you help them? Give us all the info. 
Sure. You can go to terrytaylor.ca, Canadian Canada. So terrytaylor.ca, you can find me there. Um, you can find me. I don't spend a lot of time on social media. I'm just one of those. I'm, I'm too busy doing sessions and those sort of things. But you can see me on Facebook. I don't go on there, but I, I, people tend to follow me on Instagram. I think it's Tara Taylor uh, Indigo or Intuitive or something like that. But if you go on my website, you can see all that information. And then soon you'll start seeing I'm kind of behind the scenes doing some writing projects um, in Hollywood. So that would be very, Ooh, very exciting. Yes. Congrats. Yes. Yeah. So for me, it's about spreading love and how do we help that generation? we got to do it in a way that teaching them new ways on how to work with their intuition. That's not so wooey. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> I love that. Well, Tara, thank you so much for coming on Wind Down. Appreciate it very, very, very All much. Right. God bless you, honey. Okay. You take care. You'll be just fine. Okay. Thanks, Tara. <laughs> All right. Bye, girl. Bye. My soul has been spoken to. I love that. I know. So good. But I am very excited to... Um, have Devon Franklin on next. He's incredible. And he's got a new book out called Live Free. So I'm excited to talk to him about everything and hopefully he can inspire us all. Be back in a sec. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. You wake up with a sore throat and a low-grade fever. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are, well, get sicker and miss work, hope to see a doctor this week, or sit hours in a crowded urgent care waiting room. Nope, not me. I have a smarter option. Because listen, as a mom, we cannot afford to get sick. So therefore, moms, I got something for you. My medical emergency kit. When you get your own medical emergency kit, you just match your symptoms to the doctor recommended prescription in your kit. No waiting to see the doctor, you get well faster. This is not a first aid kit. It's like having an urgent care in your home. It includes doctor prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues like COVID, strep throat, pneumonia, all kinds of infections, including UTIs and many more. Plus a doctor's guide so you'll know exactly which med to take and how. As a working mom of three, like I said, I cannot afford to get sick and I definitely don't have hours to spend in the urgent care waiting room. 
My medical emergency kit brings me peace of mind. It makes me feel so much better knowing I can be prepared for whatever might come up. And also with a young little baby, I got to stay healthy. I recently used the anti-nausea medication included in the kit. I was shocked by how much better I felt after taking it. The instructions in the kit are super clear and easy to understand. And I'm so glad I have my medical emergency kit on hand. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door. Get 15% off at twc.health slash Jana and use promo code Jana. That's promo code Jana at twc.health slash Jana. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow, I'm never going back to Kova's, you guys. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots. Devon. Hey. Hi, I'm Jana. Hi. This is Catherine. Hey, Jana, what's going on? Hey, Catherine, how's hey, it going? Good, how are you? Oh my goodness. Like, I'm doing I, good. I cannot thank you enough for coming on this podcast. Of course. No, no problem. No, yay. You know, Amy reaches out and says it's, it's for y'all. I'm like, hey, I'm here. <laughs> Um, can I just have some of that energy and like person, like you're just so like you're, you're like, your light is just, you're just, you're happy. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I tried right now. I'm feeling a little scruffy. I'm in pre-production on my next movie. So I'm like, man, I'm in it, but I'm like, you know what? It's cool. I'm just going to come through however I am. So I'm glad the energy is right. Yeah. No, you're, you're, you have a great energy, very light. I like it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I need some of that right now. I'm going through just a real, <laughs> real bad yucky divorce. And it's just, oh, I, man. I just, um. Any, any and all like things that you can give me to just like get me up and feeling happy and positive because feeling just like defeated and worried mm. and anxious. What makes, and... You feel, uh, what makes you feel the most defeated? Um, sorry. <laughs> Anytime I talk about my kids, I get upset. Just that I let my kids down. Hmm. You know, just like. How did you let your kids well, down? I mean, I, I guess I, I, you know, uh, I officially was the one that ended things, you know, like I, I had to walk away cause it wasn't right anymore. Um, it was, it was bad, but I think, you know, just growing up with expectations and I know in your new book, live free, like you talk about expectations. And so I had this expectation yeah. for myself and for my family. And now that it, I couldn't live up to that expectation and have that perfect family for them. I'm, I have a lot of guilt about that. So I'm curious mm -hmm. what you do with expectations and, and how you can 
kind of redirect my mm-hmm. way of thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, first of all, I mean, it's, it, I think it's courageous of you to, you know, be as transparent as you are and to be as in touch with how you're feeling. Um, I think also, you know, where did that idea, you know, of this is what perfection looks like, where does that come from? Because if you look at it from the opposite, okay, if I were to stay in something that was untrue, if I were to stay in something that is against who I am, just for the image, what does that then project to your children? So the idea that you, you, you are modeling, no matter what, no matter how the chips may fall, no matter how difficult, put your truth as your light. That doesn't sound like defeat to me. That sounds like victory. Mm. Because you're displaying, yo, this is difficult. It's hard. But again, and I don't know all the, the particulars that led you to the decision. Uh, and, and no one needs to know those, those particulars. Um, but you know wh- why you made the decision. And you know that it was a decision that you felt you needed to make. And so owning that and not, and not trying to live up to because because I guess what your kids don't have the expectation that you do. They just have an expectation of being loved, cared for, mm. uh, heard when they hungry, they want food. Hey, mm. when I want some shoes, mom, I need some shoes. You know, they, they, that's it. It's like, hey. And so sometimes we come into a situation, um, you know, especially, uh, you know, when you talk about marriage, of like, here's what I wanted it to be. And this was my expectation of it. And and the reality and the expectation, if we don't reconcile those two, it can be devastating. Um, so I would just say, specifically on this part of it, you know, just to not look at yourself in defeat. That's that's an energy that's not going to bring you anything. You know, you're courageous. You 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 are victorious. You are 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 a warrior for your truth. And that no one can take from you and you shouldn't take it from yourself either. You know, to stand up and do what you're doing and to say what you're saying and to, you know, finally say, hey, you know, uh, I got to be respected. I got to have boundaries because boundaries are a sign of love. I love myself enough to know when certain boundaries have been crossed. And I've got to do the work to repair those boundaries by making a difficult choice that I believe will impact the rest of my life and my children's life in a positive way. Mm-hmm. So that's your truth. That's your path. And I, I would just encourage you uh, to work on looking at it more from, from a vantage point of victory, not defeat. Mm. Yeah. I like that. How do you like, you know, your book is called it's titled live free. What, what is living free to you look like? Um, you know, living free to me looks like um, I get to control how I feel. Mm. I get to control how I live. I get to decide the expectations that I meet. Um, I don't give anyone the power to make me feel the way I don't want to feel. You know, so in the book, I talk about the definition of living free is not being under the mental, emotional, or physical control of anyone or anything. That I am the keeper of my happiness. I am the keeper of my emotions. I am the keeper of my expectations. I'm the keeper of my destiny. Uh, so that's what I say. That's what I mean by living free, like free to be who I am, not who people will expect me to be, because that image is a prison. It's a prison because then 
I get into that prison, and, and I talk about this in the book, you know, I mean, I grew up, people called me Mr. Perfect, and I thought that was a great thing. And then I got older, I said, this is terrible, it's a prison. Because the persona then becomes the bars by which I had to live to, because people never expect me to make a mistake. But I'm like, I'm human, I'm gonna make mistakes. So I first had to let myself out of the prison. I'm like, yo, I'm not perfect. And then two, I had to not worry about how people perceive me mm-hmm. so much because that perception also creates a prison. You know, okay, everybody's expecting you to be Devon and what that means and, and, and all of that. And it's like, well, no, yeah, I gotta be me. And in a certain moment, I might be a little different than who you think I am, but I can't allow your thought to be my thought about myself. That's freedom. Mm-hmm. That's freedom. And that's what I talk about in this book because so often we're not living free. So often, most of the moves are made because of how it looks, what people are going to say, what parents may say, what your friends may say, what they may say. And we always focus on what they say. What about what I say? Hmm. What about me taking more say over my life? And that's what this book is all about, like taking the control back, taking the authority back and finding that freedom. Because I, in my experience, I see so many people living for everybody else doing what everybody else wants them to do, over-obligated, stressed out, not happy. Why? Because they're trying to be everything to everybody and they're really being nothing to themselves. Mm -hmm. So when I talk about being living free, it's about saying, yeah, you know what? I'm committed to everyone else's well-being, but I'm first committed to mine. Because if I don't take care of my well-being, I can't take care of your well-being. If I don't fill me up, I can't fill you up. I talk about this, filled cups, fill cups. So if I'm filled up, I got something to give. Mm-hmm. But if I'm not filled up, I can't give you anything. So this is the path to me about freedom. This is what it means to live free. It means like, what is keeping me back? What is keeping me captive emotionally, physically, mentally? And let me do everything I can to break out of that. Because yeah. my real peace, my happiness, my contentment is in the freedom to be who I am. I, I hear that. And I love that. I'm just curious if there's ever, because I remember, you know, my, my ex and I, we had wrote a, a book together and it was, um, it was one of those things where I almost felt like we had to live up to this expectation, you know, even though it was, mm. um, you know, I was fighting the good fight, <laughs> like doing these things, but you know, um, I, I wonder for you, like, is that hard where it's like, you know, because you are, you have all, all these different hats that you wear and you, you know, you're a motivational speaker and you write, you know, amazing books. And it's like, do you ever sometimes feel like even in your relationship where you're just like, like, you almost feel like, um, like I kind of felt like a, well, I was a con artist after that book came out. Cause I'm like, it was real for me, but it wasn't for him. So it's just like, do you ever struggle with that? I know you're at Listen, it's so great that we can have that conversation. It's very few people that I talk to have co-authored a book with their spouse. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, so, so that part of it is like, you know, I've had to get to the place and we've had to get to the place where we don't let that book, mm-hmm. that image become the prison by which we live. So you're right. There's no doubt the moment, you know, and, and when we wrote our book, The Weight, you know, we just did it because that was our truth. You know, it was like, hey, this is our truth. Let's go talk about it. We, we were not fully cognizant 
of the expectation that came with that. It was huge. And it was an amazing book too, by the way, we got sent that book Thank and you. it was, it was incredible, but yeah, I just, there's a lot of pressure too. Right. In that. Well, there you go. So it was like, okay, yeah, we just wrote this book because you know, oh yeah, we should do it. We want to tell our story, help others. The intent was great. The intent had nothing to do with publicity, had everything to do with building people up. However, to your point, coming out of it and the book being so successful, at times there has been this like, oh, we gotta, we gotta live up to that. Mm -hmm. And that created a lot of pressure for for her. It created a lot of pressure for me. And I think that, you know, just recently we've we're getting to the place where we are okay with being different mm. than how we were when we wrote that book. We're okay with, you know, saying, hey, we believe in what we wrote, but we don't, but we have our down days too. You know what I mean? Like, like people see that image on that cover and they're like, that's what I want. Mm -hmm. And that is, and that is a trap because we're all fallible. We all fall short of the glory of God. We all make mistakes. And the intent for us in putting that image out there wasn't to say, hey, we want you all to aspire to this. No, we want you to aspire to your truth. Mm -hmm. And so we have personally, we love the message and we'll continue to talk about the message, but we've had to also get to the place where we are okay mm -hmm. with knowing that our journey is our journey. There are some moments and some days our truth is our truth. And we have really tried to resist the temptation to try to live up to what that image is. That was our truth then. This is our truth now. We're on a journey every day. We're changing, we're growing, we're being. But like, if I feel like I got to show up and be like, hey, that's the weight guy. It's like, I, you know, I don't feel that. I feel like, yo, I'm going to show up as Devon today, you know, and, and hey, let's go where it goes. But um, I, I feel like, you know, very few people I've been able to talk to, you know, who've been able to who've had that experience of like, there you are, your love is on the cover mm -hmm. and that love becomes the image. So I understand what you're saying. And, and it's something that we, uh, you know, that we just work to not allow to creep into our, our marriage and become disruptive. What do you say to the people that are stuck that can't get out of, you know, their depression or um, like, I, I'll give a very vulnerable uh, example. Like I, I have a really hard time being alone. And so, you know, I've, since my ex has moved out and I'm just alone in the house, obviously my kids and, you know, are in bed, but, um, I just sit in my, <laughs> I literally sit in my living room and I'm like, I, I don't even know what to, like, I just feel like I was like, I would love to like go do this or do that. But like, how do I like get myself mm -hmm. to be like, to, to unstick myself from, from that kind of just like, staring at the walls, like my, the walls are just like dark and closing in. Okay. Um, you know, what comes to mind is, um, this is going to sound like a total tangent, but I, it's, <laughs> it's coming to your question. Come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Let me hear it. So, so when I was, uh, when I was younger, you know, I think I had to be like in the third grade. I uh, was over a friend of mine's house after school and uh, we were playing uh, hide and go seek. There were a bunch of us. Mm -hmm. And so everybody went to go hide and I was the one that was there waiting to go find everybody. So I count to 10. And I say, okay, all right, ready or not, here I come. And I run and um, I run into something. I'm not quite sure what it is, but I feel it. I'm, and I say, oh, it's okay. And I tried to, to keep going to find the people that were hiding, my friends that were hiding. And I realized, oh man, I couldn't move. You know, something, I really hit something. And so I looked down at my left knee 
and it was cut wide open. And I realized that I had run past the flower bed and there was a piece of wood sticking out and it literally sliced my knee wide open. Oh. Yeah. And I couldn't, and I couldn't, when I go, when I went to move it, literally blood was just pouring out of it. So I had to call for help. They came, they said, oh my goodness. They wrapped my knee up. They called my mother. They rushed me to the hospital, did emergency surgery. And I was in, a, I was in the hospital for a number of days and then was in a cast for a couple of weeks. The reason why I share that, sorry, I don't mean to be morbid, but I'm, <laughs> I share that because when you talk about, you know, being alone or not staring at the walls, I think you have to acknowledge the, the level of, 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 of pain and trauma and hurt that you have, that you're coming through. So the expectation of just getting back into life and getting things going, it's like, you're hurt. And it's okay. Like, it's so, like, I think part of it is just maybe like, you know, saying to yourself in those moments, it's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm right where I need to be. It's all right. You know, without any sort of pressure or feeling like, oh man, I need to be doing this or I don't want to do that. It's like you're resetting your entire life. And that's just going to take some time. And sometimes those quiet moments, are the most powerful moments because you're going to get revelation and downloads on what to do and how to do and and maybe even things that okay but here's some tweaks that you want to make so i would just encourage you to embrace the discomfort mm-hmm. embrace it there may be times you in your place by yourself the kids are gone you scream scream embrace it Embrace it because when you think about what's happening and, you know, and again, from what you're sharing, it's like, there's like a, it's like a rebirth, you know, it's a rebirth. There's a rebuilding. And in order for anything to be reborn, whatever it was has to die. Mm. When you think about the caterpillar, it goes into that cocoon. That cocoon looks like death, but it's actually the vehicle for life Mm. because it's changing that cocoon is changing it's not dying it can feel like it it's tight it's dark it's 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 damp you know but it's being transformed so that's when you think about you know that isolation it's like yo you are being transformed the world has not even yet seen the light and the love and 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 the power with which you will come forth out of all of this so that's not an easy answer to your question, um, but I would just resist the temptation to push through those uncomfortable moments because they're really going to be some of the most valuable moments, I think, in this journey that you're on. Devon, you're just speaking to my soul right now. It's good. <laughs> wow. Just, I love you. Wow. Where, where can our listeners find everything that you do, especially the cute little <laughs> book that you and your wife wrote? Because <laughs> that's the picture uh, perfect. But, me, yeah. Oh, man. You know, we'll get the new book. They can get that book. We'll get to live free. Get live free, you know? Um, yeah, they can find me on my website, DevonFranklin.com. I'm on Instagram at DevonFranklin. Same with Twitter and, uh, and Facebook. Uh, well, Devon, thank you so much for, for coming on. I appreciate it more than you know. And um, yeah, I okay. just, I really appreciate it. My pleasure. And I'm excited I'm to read to Live Free. 
<laughs> I can't wait for you to read it. Ordering God now. God bless you. If you need anything, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> if you need me, let me know. Okay, awesome. Thanks, Devon. Appreciate All it. Right, God bless. Take care. Bye. Bye. I mean, come on. Love him. Love. I just want like a, you know what I want? I want a daily affirmations from Devon. That's He's what I need so him to do. Happy. Daily Devon affirmations. Can I tell you what I was thinking about a lot of the time he was oh, talking? please. The day, I don't know how many days after, and I told you that I was excited. Uh-huh. Remember when I told you I was excited and you looked at me and you're like, excited? I and I was like, yes, <laughs> I'm excited for you. It's that. Yeah. It's everything that he said. Like a change is coming and it's, and you know, it's going to come at some point. You're just in the middle of it, but I'm so excited. I'm about to be a damn butterfly, Mark. <laughs> there you go. That's right. <laughs> See? I told you. I'm not crazy. Conquer the world. I'm like Devon. I'm about to. <laughs> fly my little butterfly arms out. <laughs> my little butterfly. I'm arms. I'm with Catherine. I <laughs> think you. it's it's exciting. It really is because this crazy. next chapter was inevitable, and now it can finally begin. Amen. What he said. Yeah, that was oh, good. Oh, I'm excited to fly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shedding right I can now. See the excitement. Shedding, <laughs> and then I'm gonna spread my wings, and and then everybody's gonna just you know, uh, yeah. We'll, 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 it'll be a good, how do I say it? Um, I'll thank everyone while I'm like flying up in the sky. <laughs> Thanks guys. <laughs> Thanks guys. Love you. Flutter, 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 flutter. You were right. <laughs> I'm sorry to do it sooner. <laughs> oh man. Well, great show guys. And um, see you next week. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals mother's milk comes in. Mother's milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine free. Learn more about mother's milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash mother's milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know, I don't even know where to start with this because it's the comfort, it's the style, it's the whole look. That's what I love about my Tacovas. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacovas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Shop by your local Tacovas store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment. 
Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.